Okay, so we've got one of our favorite people on the line with us. We've got uh, Putejo Mujabile, our aviation expert. Hello, Putejo. Good afternoon, my favorite, uh, Nachi and yes, Hello. Hey. Yes, every day. <laughs> How has your day yeah. been, Putejo? My day is looking good. Yeah. I can't complain. It's as usual. Um, yeah, we, we, we're working from home. We're doing things from home. Yeah. It's becoming a normal. Are you supporting black us. business? We are discussing um, supporting black business and being intentional mm. about empowering black business. Do you think it's important? Look, for me, uh, uh, I won't even, uh, you know, say uh, anything much. I support wholeheartedly yeah. black businesses so much that uh, I always encourage other people to do that. However, we need to encra- encourage professionalism yeah. mm-hmm. in the same way that we want to support black businesses. So like you uh, you were saying earlier on and other listeners saying that, uh, you know, they get raw deals from, from other black people and, and so on, black businesses. I, I also share the same sentiments. I have those experiences, but I'm not going to give to give up in supporting yeah. our fellow black businesses. I think it's important that we we do that. But uh, with comments with regard to Mr. Malema and so on, I think Mr. Malema uh, did that on the basis that uh, they had experience that was not pleasant from some of the lawyers. In fact, I also have the same thing that from some of the lawyers. I mean, these lawyers, some of the, the black lawyers, they don't treat us like we are clients, mm. you know. And uh, that's my experience, personal experience. But I'm not going to stop supporting them. I will continue to support them because I think it is important that we do that. And also allow the fact that some people will make mistakes. Some businesses will make mistakes, especially if it's a new startup, you know. Yeah, they will continue yeah. to do that because we, we don't, we're not coming from... Uh, the space where everything was was there for us. We have to start everything from the scratch. Exactly. And along those processes, we are going to continue making mistakes. Injalo. Okay, let's talk SAA before we get carried away. Um, so they have received the $10 billion that they've wanted, $10.5 billion from Treasury. What will be the money be used for, Putejo? All right. Uh, thank you very much and uh, good afternoon to the listeners of uh, Radio 2000. The 10.5 billion is the proposed um, uh, funding that they wanted to carry out the uh, business rescue plan. Remember, when the rescue plan, business rescue plan was implemented at SAA, there was consultation with the creditors, the trade unions, and the employees. Now, part of that money, which is the 5.2 billion is going to go into the creditors as well as the, the employees paying, um, paying out the, the severance packages. Now, what will then happen is that another $5 billion is going to be for the implementation of the new airline, which is SAA 2.0. Now, what will then happen is that they are going to start looking into rehiring those employees that would be uh, coming to run the new airline, and they will also be looking into getting fleets to operate the airline. Because currently, SAA, when when you look at it, they don't have any small uh, narrow-body uh, jets, for example, your uh, 320s and, and, and so on. They are all gone back to the Lisos, and they only left with the four-engine 340, 600, and 300s uh, that are not necessarily fit for any purpose uh, as far as the fuel consumption is concerned. And obviously the age, they are quite old, it's 17 years old, 
and the lifespan on them is very much limited and they can't really do anything with that. So the 5.2 billion that they are going, I mean, uh, 5.2 billion that are going to use to start up a new airline, uh, it is really, really going to, to force them to get into debt where in terms of uh, getting lease, leasing another aircraft so that they can operate the routes and those routes are not necessarily going to be profitable because we know the current conditions of uh, COVID are not necessarily good. People are no longer flying as they used to. Mm. So the projections are very narrow. Uh, and I don't think that uh, is going to be a little bit rosy for them to continue, even the thousand people that they projected that they're going to hire to start the new airline. I don't think that is going to be really realistic. But uh, we yet to see how all that is going to turn out. So basically, things are not looking well for SAA. Um, and we also saw that CEO Adam Foss has resigned. Where does this leave the, the airline? The Adam Foss was with SAA Technical. This is a gentleman, a British gentleman, who came at the SAA uh, as the man who's going to turn SAA Technical around. Yeah. Now, you would remember that SAA Technical lost quite a lot of business uh, to a European operator, Lufthansa Technik. Lufthansa Technique uh, took business from S- from SAA, which was the Comair. Comair, that is uh, the South African company. So the aircraft of your Kulula, as well as the British Airways subsidiary of South Africa, was serviced by uh, Lufthansa Technique. They took that business from uh, Lufthansa uh, Technical. So what happens is that uh, this gentleman was brought into South African Airways Technical to come and really turn around the business and make sure that SAA Technical uh, go back to its glory days. And some of the business that was coming from the SADC were then uh, taken by the Ethiopian airline. They, they were now servicing uh, their aircraft in, in Addis, uh, whereas they were, you know, SAA has a, a good facility that could do uh, a proper MRO for, the, for, for all the airlines that are around SADC. But uh, that did not happen. In fact, this very same gentleman, he's been sitting in London since the lockdown started. Wow. He has not been here in South Africa. Uh, I attended a couple of meetings with them uh, virtually, sitting uh, comfortably in London. And I'm not surprised that he, you know, he, he decided to resign because the strategy that he came uh, with that he said he's going to implement did not materialize. And I think for him to jump out, uh, it was not by force, but he realized that. Hold on, though. Not, uh, but if this strategy, okay, just to ask a question about the strategy, did this strategy was it not implemented because he didn't get the proper backing, or was it because it was just not a, a solid strategy? Remember when SAA went into business rescue, all the entities of SAA needed to be restructured, yeah. meaning that they can fit well into SAA 2.0. Now SAA Technical uh, had. Uh, uh, to also do the same thing, yeah. including uh, Mango as well as the, the other entities that are within SAA. Mm. Now, the SAA Technical, because they, they lost business from, remember SAA Technical Services SAA. Now, if SAA doesn't have business uh, or SAA doesn't have aircraft to service, uh, they're not going to get business in, yeah. in other ways. Yeah, yeah. So they needed to come up with a strategy as to 
for you to exist, what is it that, how are you going to make business? Because SAA is not existing, yeah. you lost business from ComAir. Yeah. So he was the man who was going to implement that strategy as to how... The turnaround plan, yeah. The turnaround strategy. Mm. As we speak now, that strategy is nowhere to be found because oh. there isn't, you know, a proper structure in place. As we know that the business rescue is still in place. Okay, let's talk ComAir. Uh, they say they could be back on the skies uh, beginning December. So what happened with ComAir is that the former directors of ComAir, they decided that uh, they want to venture into into business and buy a stake into the airline. Now, these are the very same people that were a part of uh, the airline when it went to business rescue. Now, they went in and formed a company that then went into uh, the business rescue of Comair and buy a stake. So they bought a stake, and in fact, they even went to competition commission uh, to to make sure that uh, uh, competition commission approved their bid to get the stake in the airline. So we are going to see them uh, coming on board as new owners or sort of a new shareholders of the company, the very same people that were there before, and the union has approved that. But the question that we are asking ourselves in the industry is that, where do they get the money? Mm. Surely if they had the money before uh, all these things happened, it it could have been used effectively to make sure that the airline uh, keeps flying and we save the jobs that are going to be lost when they reintroduce the airline back into the skies. So we yet to see whether the December deadline is going to be in, indeed going to be realistic because it's not clear where they're going to get the money. And we were trying to find out exactly where the money is coming from for ComAir to resume their services. All right, Putero, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we hope that you had a wonderful weekend. Sidebar things. Did you have a wonderful weekend? Yeah, my team won. I mean, I, I had a lovely... I was watching the game with my boys and it was one of the most beautiful Saturday I can ask for. So I'm assuming you're also not a Manchester United fan. Manchester United lost, ne? Yeah, they did. So you're a Pirates fan. (laughs) Yeah, now I'm a Pirates fan. I'm a Chelsea (laughs) fan. And, you know, know, uh, the Buccaneers, you know. And Chelsea, Chelsea was playing, were they not? No. Was Chelsea playing this weekend? No. Uh, no, I was focusing on pirates. So uh, if oh, pirates wow. won, the rest shall follow. Putiako, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for your time. We'll chat again soon. Eh? <laughs> thank you very much and have a lovely one. Thank Bye. you.